Can you truly be authentic, different and unconventional and succeed at life, work and leadership? Oh yes you can. Welcome to What Makes a Maverick in a Crisis, a podcast with attitude. So if you've ever wanted to be different and didn't know where to start, join me here right now. Whole lot of love. It's very hard to say that without going, you know, um, I think for years that was the sort of that part of that sample of that uh, record by Led Zeppelin was part of the theme music to Top of the Pops, wasn't it? Anyway, it's a it's a mega piece of theme music. So, yeah, whole lot of love. Well, of course, in the situation that we're currently in, the word that we all need to have in bucket loads is love because we are really, really finding out, in a hard way, the meaning of love. We're finding it out from the point of view of um, looking after the people around us, not being able to be with the people that we love the most sometimes, um, losing some of the people that we love the most, and getting on with our lives and protecting those that we love the most. Um, I think love has become one of those words that has been a pretty easy word to say for quite a long time. But the actual pure heart and soul based meaning of it perhaps hasn't resonated with us all as much as it should. And so we are being given an opportunity to reconnect with the meaning of the word love. And I think that's really, really important. In my um, weirdo music life, you know, one of my idols was Bob Marley. I, I saw Bob Marley in The Wailers once. I'm a very fortunate person to have been able to do that, to see them live. But they had the song One Love, um, Let's Get Together and Feel Alright. And of course, One Love is all about the love, the collaboration, putting our love together, loving each other, loving our planet loving everybody and being, you know, completely supportive of everything that's going on around us. And I really do feel like that is the opportunity that we are being given now. Um, and so I would encourage you to really think what that means as you are starting to deal with, you know, the, the situation we're in, where we're all um, physically separated for a little while. Um, what does that actually mean? Because all of a sudden, things that we took for granted and we've had for all of our lives have been taken. It feels like they've been taken away from us. They haven't been taken away from us. We have put ourselves in a position to protect ourselves and the ones we love. And of course, the ones we love. The love word again. So really, really important. Now, in my um, whole life, when I was training as a coach, I was reflecting on um, the whole the whole um, subject of why I want to coach people, why I want to help people astound themselves, because that is my favourite thing. I have my own vocabulary. It's actually my favouritest thing, um, is helping people astound themselves because I've spent my life astounding myself and the satisfaction that you can get and the buzz from actually astounding yourself is amazing. And when I was talking to my coach last year, Jason Goldberg, he asked me, why is it that I do what I do? Because I've been a business person. I've been a chief executive. I've run big organizations. I've run small organizations. But I have um, a, a different way of approaching um, the, the sort of roles I have. And that's why I'm a maverick. And that difference is that I have this phrase, I love the interestingness of people. I am fascinated by the interestingness of people. Every single person is unique. 
Every single person has their own story. And in my own small way, I love that about people. I love the way they're different. I love the unexpected that lives within them and that resides within them. And that I know that you have all got that within you. And therefore, there's another meaning of love, because loving the thing that makes us all the people we are and makes us true to ourselves is a really, really important part of life. And then, of course, the, the title of this podcast is Whole Lot of Love. And Whole Lot of Love was a really important lesson in my career. Um, about 15 years ago, I took a job that involved having a very big concert venue. Well, a big concert venue for where I lived, but um, a, a concert venue that took about 1,600 people. So not huge in the sense of an auditorium or whatever. And if you've listened to the podcasts, you will know that music is my favourite ever thing, um, as it is for my whole family, and that I love music, and that I'm a nerd, and that, yes, I'm a punk, but yes, I absolutely love lots and lots of other music. And when I was growing up as a teenager, I was a huge rock fan. I grew up in the Isle of Man and the Isle of Man was very big on its rock music. And so there were many, many bands, um, you know, Free, um, Led Zeppelin, Black Sabbath, people like that. Grew up with them as a teen and then I went off and then I got into various genres and became a punk and, you know, the rest is history. But all of it really influenced me. So anyway, I had this concert venue and because I'm mad on music, I thought, oh, crikey, you know, I need to put on some really, really good stuff in this venue. And I worked for the time with a, um, it was a public sector uh, building and I worked with a minister and he was also mad on music. But of course, they lots of people had said, oh, because we're in a place that's remote and because it's only 1600, no one big will ever play here and you'll never do it and you'll never get there. And this then takes me back to, you know, it's almost like the um, this is the way the maverick mindset works. And I know a lot of you will probably resonate with this is when someone says it can't be done, you can't do it, it's never been done. Some, the switch in your head goes, challenge accepted. I've got this. And that was exactly what happened to me. And I thought, how on earth am I going to get someone to do this? But actually, I don't really know because it doesn't matter because I'll work it out because you can work anything out any day of the week. So I had realised that someone um, who was very big in my career, in my life of growing up, um, had moved to the Isle of Man where I was living at the time, had moved here and I'd seen them and I thought, wait a minute, they used to be on Radio 1. So I made contact with them and asked them if they would help me. And obviously the minister got involved as well. And we said, yeah, no, no, we'll see what we can do. So we had a meeting together. We explained what we wanted to do. And the person who was called Andy Kershaw, he got on the phone at the time to someone he knew and said, would you please come and play in the Isle of Man and play at a venue here and the person on the phone said when, and he gave the dates, and it was his big mate. I mean, not to name drop, but they were talking about the fact they'd been at John Peel's funeral the previous week on the, on the phone when, when we were listening. And, you know, John Peel was obviously iconic throughout my young and, and sort of middle midlife, really, as someone who, um, you know, un, uncovered some of the great, great, and supported the great, great music bands of all time. Anyway, the person said, yes, they would play, and that was it. And there were quite a lot of twists and turns, not least that people didn't believe it, but there were quite a lot of twists and turns 
Um, but they agreed to play two nights. Then their manager got involved and said they wouldn't play, but the person honoured it because of their friend. And so I set off one day to um, the airport to, in, my, in my car to um in my lime green citron plural to pick up this person from their flight and i picked them up and drove them back to douglas and they said to me this is a nice little car isn't it um that was a bit of an impression to give you a clue um but anyway the person I, if you haven't got the there was a big pretty big clue from the name of this anyway so the first person that i ever promoted as a music promoter uh, was robert plant and he played two amazing nights and he finished the set the second night with um, a 10 minute version of Whole Lot of Love. And I'll never forget it because I actually remember that I had tears going down my face. A, because I had been a huge Led Zeppelin fan. I had a, part, uh, a boyfriend who was a huge Led Zeppelin fan when I was a student. Um, the song remains the same. We used to go to the pictures every night and see it when it first came out. And it was just incredible. I mean, I gave him a lift in my Citroen Plural, for heaven's sake. And he was a great guy. He was very, very interested in um, Celtic and Viking history. And the Isle of Man is full of that. So that certainly helped to get him here and helped him to enjoy it. But what um, I think I wanted to use, sort of use this little story about, and where does this fit with loving people in a pandemic and everything? Well, where this fits is that people will always help you. You know, we are in a situation at the moment where, yes, we are physically removed from the day-to-day, -day, from the people we know, from the people who normally help us. But there are armies of people in all communities who are here volunteering and offering to help with anything and sharing the love and producing the one love and the whole lot of love and all those great things that that have ever ever been written in music about love they're all there it's not the romantic love it's the love for our fellow people it's the love for the interestingness of our people so everyone is there to help us and every one of us can pass on this love and now more than ever, I'm going to end with a bit of a cliche, but now more than ever, maybe we realise another very famous song was right all along. All you need is love. I'll see you next time. Want to learn how to enjoy life on your terms? Subscribe to What Makes a Maverick podcast or follow me, Carol Glover Coaching, on LinkedIn, Insta and Facebook. And until next time, keep learning, keep living and keep smiling.